Do you want victory? You can have it in Christ Jesus. Time once again for Abiding in Christ with Jim Wood. You have to step back, evaluate the various positions in light of Scripture, and then re-engage with a godly perspective. Pastor Wood is the founder of Wears Valley Ranch, a Christian home and school for kids from crisis family situations. Jesus said, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. You can contact the program by calling 866-41-ABIDE or by visiting us on the web at wvr.org. And now, without further delay, here's your host, Jim Wood. You would please open your Bibles to Deuteronomy chapters 31 and 32. Deuteronomy chapters 31 and 32. This is God's Word. Then Moses continued to speak these words to all Israel, saying, I am now 120 years old. I can no longer act as your leader. The Lord has told me you will not cross the Jordan. The Lord your God is the one who will cross ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you, and you will drive them out. Joshua is the one who will cross ahead of you, as the Lord has said. The Lord will deal with them as he did Sion and Og, the kings of the Amorites, and their land when he destroyed them. The Lord will deliver them over to you, and you must do to them exactly as I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Don't be terrified or afraid of them. For the Lord your God is the one who will go with you. He will not leave you or abandon you. Moses then summoned Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you will go with this people into the land the Lord swore to give to their fathers. You will enable them to take possession of it. The Lord is the one who will go before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or abandon you. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Moses wrote down this law and gave it to the priests, the sons of Levi, who carried the ark of the Lord's covenant, and to all the elders of Israel. Moses commanded them, at the end of every seven years, at the appointed time in the year of debt cancellation, during the festival of shelters, when all Israel assembles in the presence of the Lord your God, at the place he chooses, you are to read this law aloud before all Israel. Gather the people, men, women, dependents, and the resident aliens within your city gates, so that they may listen and learn to fear the Lord your God and be careful to follow all the words of this law. Then their children who do not know the law will listen and learn to fear the Lord your God as long as you live in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. The Lord said to Moses, The time of your death is now approaching. Call Joshua and present yourselves at the tent of meeting so that I may commission him. When Moses and Joshua went and presented themselves at the tent of meeting, the Lord appeared at the tent in a pillar of cloud, and the cloud stood at the entrance to the tent. The Lord said to Moses, You are about to rest with your fathers. And these people will soon prostitute themselves with the foreign gods of the land they are entering. They will abandon me and break the covenant I have made with them. 
My anger will burn against them on that day. I will abandon them and hide my face from them so that they will become easy prey. Many troubles and afflictions will come to them. On that day they will say, haven't these troubles come to us because our God is no longer with us? I will certainly hide my face on that day because of all the evil they have done by turning to other gods. Therefore, write down this song for yourselves and teach it to the Israelites. Have them sing it so that this song may be a witness for me against the Israelites. When I bring them into the land, I swore to give their fathers a land flowing with milk and honey. They will eat their fill and prosper. They will turn to other gods and worship them, despising me and breaking my covenant. And when many troubles and afflictions come to them, this song will testify against them because their descendants will not have forgotten it. For I know what they are prone to do. Even before I bring them into the land, I swore to give them. So Moses wrote down this song on that day and taught it to the Israelites. The Lord commissioned Joshua, son of Nun, be strong and courageous, for you will bring the Israelites into the land I swore to them, and I will be with you. When Moses had finished writing down on a scroll every single word of this law, he commanded the Levites who carried the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, take this book of the law and place it beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, so that it may remain there as a witness against you. For I know how rebellious and stiff-necked you are. If you're rebelling against the Lord now, while I'm still alive, how much more will you rebel after I'm dead? Assemble all your tribal leaders and tribal elders and officers before me, so that I may speak these words directly to them, and call heaven and earth as witnesses against them. For I know that after my death you will become completely corrupt and turn from the path I have commanded you. Disaster will come to you in the future, because you will do what is evil in the Lord's sight, angering him with what your hands have made. Then Moses recited aloud every single word of this song to the entire assembly of Israel. Pay attention, heavens, and I will speak. Listen, earth, to the words from my mouth. Let my teaching fall like rain and my words settle like dew like gentle rain on new grass and showers on tender plants. For I will proclaim the Lord's name, declare the greatness of our God, the rock. His work is perfect. All his ways are just. A faithful God without bias. He is righteous and true. His people have acted corruptly toward him. This is their defect. They are not his children, but a devious and crooked generation. Is this how you repay the Lord, you foolish and senseless people? Isn't he your father and creator? Didn't he make you and sustain you? Remember the days of old. Consider the years of past generations. Ask your father and he will tell you, your elders and they will teach you. When the Most High gave the nations their inheritance and divided the human race, he set the boundaries of the peoples according to the number of the people of Israel. But the Lord's portion is his people, Jacob, his own inheritance. He found him in a desolate land, in a barren, howling wilderness. He surrounded him, cared for him, and protected him as the pupil of his eye. He watches over his nest like an eagle and hovers over his young. He spreads his wings, catches him, and carries him on his feathers. 
The Lord alone led him with no help from a foreign god. He made him ride on the heights of the land and eat the produce of the field. He nourished him with honey from the rock and oil from flinty rock, curds from the herd and milk from the flock, with the fat of lambs, rams of Bashan and goats, with the choicest grains of wheat. You drank wine from the finest grapes. Then Jeshurun became fat and rebelled. You became fat, bloated, and gorged. He abandoned the God who made him and scorned the rock of his salvation. They provoked his jealousy with different gods. They enraged him with detestable practices. They sacrificed to demons, not God, to gods they had not known, new gods that had just arrived, which your fathers did not fear. You ignored the rock who gave you birth. You forgot the God who gave birth to you. When the Lord saw this, he despised them, angered by his sons and daughters. He said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what will become of them, for they are a perverse generation, unfaithful children. They have provoked my jealousy with what is not a God. They have enraged me with their worthless idols. So I will provoke their jealousy with what is not a people. I will enrage them with a foolish nation. For fire has been kindled because of my anger and burns to the depths of Sheol. It devours the land and its produce and scorches the foundations of the mountains. I will pile disasters on them. I will use up my arrows against them. They will be weak from hunger, ravaged by pestilence and bitter plague. I will unleash on them wild beasts with fangs as well as venomous snakes that slither in the dust. Outside, the sword will take their children, and inside, there will be terror. The young man and the young woman will be killed, the infant and the gray-haired man. I would have said I will cut them to pieces and blot out the memory of them from mankind if I had not feared provocation from the enemy, or feared that these foes might misunderstand and say, our own hand has prevailed. It wasn't the Lord who did all this. Israel is a nation lacking sense, with no understanding at all. If only they were wise, they would comprehend this. They would understand their fate. How could one pursue a thousand or two put ten thousand to flight unless their rock had sold them, unless the Lord had given them up? But their rock is not like our rock, as even our enemies concede. For their vine is from the vine of Sodom and from the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are poisonous and their clusters are bitter. Their wine is serpent's venom, the deadly poison of cobras. Is it not stored up with me, sealed up in my vaults? Vengeance belongs to me. I will repay. In time their foot will slip, for their day of disaster is near and their doom is coming quickly. The Lord will indeed vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants when he sees that their strength is gone and no one is left, slave or free. He will say, where are their gods, the rock they found refuge in? Who ate the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offerings? Let them rise up and help you. Let it be a shelter for you. See now that I alone am he. There is no God but me. I bring death and I give life. 
I wound and I heal. No one can rescue anyone from my power. I raise my hand to heaven and declare, as surely as I live forever, when I sharpen my flashing sword and my hand takes hold of judgment, I will take vengeance on my adversaries and repay those who hate me. I will make my arrows drunk with blood while my sword devours flesh, the blood of the slain and the captives, the heads of the enemy leaders. Rejoice, you nations, concerning his people, for he will avenge the blood of his servants. He will take vengeance on his adversaries. He will purify his land and his people. Moses came with Joshua, son of Nun, and recited all the words of this song in the presence of the people. After Moses finished reciting all these words to Israel, he said to them, Take to heart all these words I am giving as a warning to you today, so that you may command your children to follow all the words of this law carefully. For they are not meaningless words to you, but they are your life. And by them you will live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. On that same day, the Lord spoke to Moses, Go up Mount Nebo in the Abarim range in the land of Moab, across from Jericho, and view the land of Canaan I am giving the Israelites as a possession. Then you will die on the mountain that you go up, and you will be gathered to your people just as your brother Aaron died on Mount Hor and was gathered to his people. For both of you broke faith with me among the Israelites at the waters of Meribath Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin by failing to treat me as holy in their presence. Although from a distance you will view the land that I am giving the Israelites, you will not go there. May God add his blessing to this reading from his holy and inspired word. You are listening to Abiding in Christ with Pastor Jim Wood. Pastor Wood is a popular speaker for family and marriage retreats, conferences, and pro-life fundraisers. If you are planning an event, a retreat, or conference and would like to invite Pastor Wood to speak or teach, please visit wvr.org and fill out our speaker request form. At this site, you will also find over a dozen books authored by Pastor Wood and his wife, Susan. Again, please visit wvr.org today. To step out of my comfort zone to the realm of the unknown where Jesus I want us this morning just to focus on two main aspects of this passage. The first is the word that God gives to the people and especially a word to Joshua. And that is, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. What a wonderful message. God speaks that in Deuteronomy 31.6, 31.7, and 8, and 31.23, he repeats three times, be strong and courageous. And he puts it in the context of God being with his servant. Be strong and courageous. Don't be terrified or afraid of them, for the Lord your God is the one who will go with you. He will not leave you or abandon you. That's a promise. Then in verse 7, 
Moses then summoned Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you'll go with this people into the land the Lord swore to give to their fathers. You'll enable them to take possession of it. Verse 8, The Lord is the one who will go before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or abandon you. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Why does God have to repeat that over and over? I mean, Joshua was one of two out of 12 spies who, when facing the giants in the promised land, said, let's go ahead and go. He was a man who had courage. But folks, having courage does not mean not feeling fear. Having courage means Resting in God's promises rather than the fear that you're feeling. Having courage means that your behavior is based on what you know is right, not on how you feel. A lot of people think, if I, if I was courageous, I wouldn't feel this way. <laughs> how many times does God say to Joshua, be courageous, don't be fearful. Be courageous, don't be fearful. He says it to him over and over and over and over. What does that tell you? In the midst of great challenges, Joshua felt fear. But Joshua was courageous. God commanded him to be courageous. Don't give in to fear. And why? Because the Lord says, I'll be with you. God puts us in scary situations, not in order to frighten us, but in order to teach us to trust him regardless of circumstances. God says, I'll be with you. I'll be with you. I'll be with you. So, be strong and courageous. If you really believe that and you really trust him, then you do not have to ever be afraid. Do not be afraid. But I still feel fear. That has nothing to do with it. Joshua clearly felt fear. Joshua was courageous. Because in the midst of his fears, God was saying to him, trust me, I'm with you. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. You can feel fear all day long, but be strong and courageous. Amen? That's a word for us, not just Joshua, not just the people of Israel at that time. The second main point today, we need to sing the Lord's song. And so God says, Moses, I'm going to teach you a song, and then you're to teach the people this song. And the song is all about God. It really is. It talks about them and how they're going to mess up, and it speaks of the future as if it's already happened, because to God, it has. But God teaches them a song, because the people will rebel and because no matter what, God is to be praised. And because, please hear this, 
Even Moses' impending death has to do with failing to honor the rock. Deuteronomy 32.4 The rock, his work is perfect. All his ways are just. A faithful God without bias. He is righteous and true. Verse 13, he nourished him with honey from the rock and oil from flinty rock. Verse 37, he will say, where are their gods? The rock they found refuge in. What's he talking about? Well, at the end of this chapter, God says to Moses, just like Aaron died and didn't get to go into the promised land, you're going to die without entering the promised land because both of you, verse 51, broke faith with me among the Israelites at the waters of Meribah, Meribath Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin by failing to treat me as holy in their presence. In Exodus chapter 17, the people were complaining bitterly because they didn't have water. And so Moses says to the Lord, what am I to do? And the Lord responds, verse 5 of Exodus 17, go on ahead of the people and take some of the elders of Israel with you. Take the staff you struck the Nile with in your hand and go. I am going to stand there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. When you hit the rock, water will come out of it and the people will drink. Moses didn't understand what was happening. The people didn't understand what was happening. But the Lord himself took the beating and brought from the rock life-giving water. That is why it was such a big deal in Numbers chapter 20, when the people again were complaining that there's no water to drink. The first time God said, you're to strike the rock. I'll stand over the rock. You're to strike the rock and water will come forth. On the second occasion, the Lord said, you're to speak to the rock and I'll bring forth water. And Moses instead went back to what was familiar, back to what had worked before, and he struck the rock twice. And God brought forth water. But God said to Aaron, you're about to die. And Moses, you're not going to enter the promised land. Why? Because this was a picture it was a picture that they didn't understand. But it was God's picture. That rock was Christ. God is the one who is painting the picture and God is the one who says, this is what you are to do because God is the one who writes the story. And so, God gives them a song. He says, I want you to learn this song. I want you to sing this song. I want you to practice this song. I want it to be in your memory. I want you to remember, 
I'm the rock. I'm the rock. And that song needs to be playing over and over and over so that on Christ, the solid rock, we stand. We rest in Him. And we know we don't have to be afraid no matter how we feel, no matter what's coming, no matter what's going on. We can rest in Him because He has promised, Oh, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. He is with you. Don't be afraid. You've been listening to Abiding in Christ. If you have questions that you'd like for us to tackle on the program or comments that you want to make, I want to invite our listeners to call 866-41-ABIDE. That's our toll-free number, 866-41-ABIDE. Or contact us on the web at wvr.org.